0: Five, four, three, two, one. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Paul here, realestatepodcastshow.com. The more I read about these situations, the more worried I get for those of you who aren't being told the entire truth before you start your journey. If you live in the Toronto GTA area, And for that matter, anywhere across Ontario, this podcast could be the one that saves you literally millions of dollars if we are at the start of a potential recession and things happen like they did in the 90s, it'll be 12 years before your prices go up again. If we repeat that which some are making it a little bit too uncomfortable for those of you who are just trying to sell your property cash out get to the next stage offer dates lead to dead deals here's the reasoning why right now there are stacks and stacks of files in lawyers' offices across the province of buyers who cannot make make it to closing, they can't come up with the funds. In many cases, when you reverse engineer those situations, many of them could have been prevented. The problem is you, as the sellers of these homes, are making the wrong investments and simply going with the realtor who is promising you the most offers, but cannot guarantee you that that buyer is necessarily the right one from that mix in fact a lot of times those buyers who've won those multiple offers if they're not committed to that property in a big way especially now in as little as 60 or 90 days they may not be able to get that closing and the reason why again it's all reverse engineering for me I've been doing this now 22 years so I look back at the reasons why I dig into these cases I call lawyers I call agents I ask them why did the deal die and I make sure that each one of you who works with me knows the reasons very often those people who did win the buyer um, the, the bidding they didn't sell their house yet and somebody Unfortunately, their agent told them, don't worry about it, we'll get the house sold. It's, it's that shady of a process. So these people that are winning bidding wars are not necessarily the most qualified in that bunch. In fact, the reason that I'm not doing that for my clients is number one, I wouldn't do that to myself. And B... I want to find the most qualified buyer in that bunch but I don't want to be marketing to the lower half of the market space and this is what the mistake is very often these bidding prices are so low that they will attract the lower end of the bidding spectrum which again there's nothing wrong with that. There's absolutely nothing against that situation where people are bidding in a different price range. Um, again, no problem with that. But the problem, and this is this is the big problem, is that very often many sellers, especially you guys listening aren't listening to the facts of the story. You're listening to what you want to hear and you're being told very often exactly what you want to hear, but you're not being told all the behind the scenes of everything. And you're not even being told that there are two distinct selling markets. If this is the first time you're hearing this, grab a seat, maybe pour a scotch because you're going to need it. There's two types of distinct selling markets for your property. And this is individually. Each each one of you has to go through this, hopefully with me, so you'll be doing it right. But you'll have to understand that there are the buyers that are, are going to be below your market value And there's going to be buyers that are above your market value. My specialty is in attracting the latter. I would much rather have the most qualified buyer attracted to your property. And I mean qualified in the sense where these overqualified buyers that I attract, they've got the money to close next week. So a 30-day closing, a, a, a significant deposit, it's all very commonplace for them. They're not dependent on a sale of a property, which is one of the biggest risks. And then there's the whole issue of the domino effect, where if they don't sell their property, they can't buy your property you can't buy the next property it's a very expensive dominoes game and i would like for you to not have to cut the lawyer in on the sale of your property because if it gets that messy because of again just not taking precautions then it gets very messy on all sides, and if people start suing, it's not a good thing. I can tell you, in my 22 years of doing this, I have never had one property not close. There was no lawsuits, there's been no issues. They haven't always been smooth closings. Some have been delayed, but in every case, they've gone right to closing. The only one that never did in all those years was a house that was sold that had hoarders living in there that would not move under any circumstances. So in that extreme case, that particular sale didn't get to close. But every other one, every other one has. And because of that, I have the perfect formula that will reverse engineer every step for you to take that risk off the table. So if you need to find out what that formula is, make sure I'm the only one that you will trust with your future. You can reach me at paul.indrigo at c21.ca, or you can get to me through realestatepodcastshow.com.